really uh, have um, been very intentional tonight about keeping this really simple in our celebration that I'm going to talk about four R's in our Merry Christmas that I hope will lead you to a celebration of a, a merrier Christmas. I suspect that some of you feel like you have ridden um, on a donkey through the desert these last few weeks just to get to this point in your Christmas celebration, right? There's so many things that are already filled up our lives, so much activity and things that, that we do. And, and then you add to that baking and cooking and gift buying and decorating and all those things. And um, it can become just a lot just to get to this place. And the first piece of a merrier Christmas is rest. I, I truly, I want you to, to rest tonight. I love it that the first thing, when Jesus talks about the good shepherd coming and what the good shepherd does, does, the Lord is my shepherd, the first thing he says is, shall now want, he makes me lie down. The, the first thing that God does for his sheep is, is he makes them not do some great for lie down, rest. I love it when Jesus offers his invitation. He says, come to me, you who are weary and burdened. And what? And I will give you rest. On the holy night that we celebrate the coming of Jesus, the song says, the weary world rejoiced. The weary world breathed a sigh of relief. That God integrated rest in the very fabric of creation, right? When he made the world, it says there was evening and there was morning the first day. That's not how we live life, is it? We do morning and day, and then if we work really hard, we say, oh man, I've earned a good night's sleep tonight. Rest comes first, evening and morning. And on the seventh day, God rested. Six days we will labor and on the seventh day, we rest. And the very first thing that we're told that Jesus did when he entered into the world was take a nap. Right? It says that Mary wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger. I want you to stop for this moment, right? To rest is to worship. To rest is to worship because rest acknowledges the limitations of our humanity, that, that we can't do it all. We can't push the limits over and over again and not eventually run out of gas. It reminds us that we are human beings and we were made with limits. And when we con confronted, them with those, confronted them with those limits, we recognize our reliance upon God. The psalmist says the Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love, not in their ability to rescue and save themselves, but in his unfailing love. So right now I want you to just do this. I want you to stop. I want you to take a deep breath. 
and let it out. And another deep breath. Roll your neck around a little bit. Shake your arms out. Lower your heart rate. Be present in this time and in this space and in our rest. Our worship team is going to lead us in worship, trusting in God's unfailing love to hold us together through the night and not worry about cooking and wrapping and presents and baking and all the stuff that will, all the activity that we're going to begin tonight with rest and worship. We rest in trusting that God is still on the throne. Our first R, our second R tonight is to remember. To remember what it is that we celebrate. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The son of God became the son of man. When and where and how it happened are not incidental to the story. What happened and the details of what happened mattered. It mattered when it happened. Paul writes in his letter to the church at Rome, at just the right time. When the time had arrived, it was set by God, the Father, God sent his son, born among us, of a woman. This is not a random act of kindness. This is not something God kind of thought up at the last minute. This is something that had been centuries in the planning and in the preparation. Where it happened matter. Out of Bethlehem will come one who will be ruler over Israel. It was a fulfillment of centuries-old prophecy. When, where, how it happened. A young couple engaged to be married. The virgin will give birth to a son. Mary, a humble servant. Joseph, a devout man. Simple people. Not important people, not powerful people, rich people. A humble servant, a devout man. And the first people to hear the news, the shepherds. Not kings, not priests, not rulers. Shepherds. The lowest rung of society were the first to receive the news and to share it with the world. Born king of the Jews, but sought out and worshipped by wise men who came from the east. Foreshadowing that while this was the king of Israel, that there was something much greater at work here, a much larger plan than anyone had anticipated. All the details of the how matter. That Jesus was born in a crowded, busy city 
There was no room in that city to provide a place for him to rest. That where he was born, it was messy. A stable, laid in a manger. That he was born vulnerable. Spent the first two years of his life as a refugee, fleeing King Herod's threats against him. The details matter. How it happened mattered. Jesus was born into a real world, into the real world. Jesus was born into the world that we live in. The chaos, the frustration, the crowdedness, the busyness, the vulnerability, the struggle, the challenge. Jesus was born where we live. Why it happened matters. Angel armies could have been unleashed on the earth to impose the will of God. But it wasn't power that God was after. It was our hearts. It was our lives. It was our love. And so it was the love of God that motivated this action. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. They named him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The life of God, the love of God, the life of God for his people. That he would come, that he would usher in the kingdom of heaven. And in this kingdom, he would call together, invite again his people into a relationship, into a fellowship, into a communion with him. He came to seek and to save the lost because he loved. To reconcile us to God. To infuse us again with the life of God. To set us free from shame and guilt and judgment and bondage and death. He came to usher in the life of God, not just for human beings, but for all of creation. To bring order back to the chaos, to bring light back into the darkness. That he would come and make all things new. We rest in knowing that God sits on the throne when we remember what God did, we're reminded of who God is, of his goodness, of his mercy, of his love, of his promises made and his promises kept, of his sovereign reign over all of creation. We remember who God is and what God did because it tells us who God is. Our worship team is going to um, lead us. They're going to actually sing another song for you tonight. And there is um, a point in this song where what they will sing declares the, the birth of Christ. And I would like to ask you, at that moment, I'm going to light the Christ candle, declaring our remembrance of Jesus' birth 
And I would like to ask you at that moment, and you'll know because I'm going to walk up there with the candle and light, I would like to ask you to stand in reverence and awe of the night that we remember when Jesus came into the world. To all who received to them, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You take a seat. We remember what God did in sending his son into the world. But it is upon us to receive it. To take the gift that has been given to us and to welcome it into our lives. To invite Christ to live in us. To accomplish what it is that God came to do. To restore our union. To save us from our sin. To restore us to the family of God. As children of God. And as children of God, children of the one who rules over heaven and earth. And everything belongs to him. So that he can meet every need. Heal every hurt. Restore our broken hearts. Fill us with life again. To receive Jesus to become a child of God, and to be a child of God is to be a prince or a princess in his kingdom. To be a child of God is to have a glorious inheritance, which God will, again, make all things new and restore us to our rightful place in all of creation. In Christmas, we sing these amazing songs about joy and about peace and about the hopes and fears of all the years being met in Christ, and about the love of God demonstrated in Christ. Those are words that tell us what happened. It is in receiving Christ that we actually experience joy, that we find peace, that we know love, that we have hope again. See, we can't manipulate Muster up, manufacture joy, hope, peace, love. I try it. You have. It's like, I'm going to do better. I'm going to be a more joyful person, be a more loving person. I'm just going to buckle down and try harder. And it doesn't ever happen. It's a gift that is given to us that we receive in Christ. And as we receive him, the final R, we become participants in the work of restoring his kingdom. Jesus used a, a lot of horticultural metaphors. He, he talked about seeds being planted in good soil. And the seeds planted in good soil produced a harvest. He talked about recognizing a tree by its fruit, that thorn bushes don't grow grapes that thistles don't produce figs, that a good tree bears good fruit, that a bad tree bears bad fruit, about vines and branches. Jesus says, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Connected to the vine, 
not trying harder, connected to the vine, united in fellowship with God through Christ, connected to the vine, you will bear fruit. And apart from me, you can do nothing. As we receive the life of God through Christ, the love of God is born in our lives. As we see, receive the light of Christ in our lives, by virtue of the fact that he is in us, we become the light of the world. A, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. You, you don't light a lamp and hide it under a bowl. Jesus says, I am the light. Now you are the light. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and give praise to your Father in heaven.